This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. The following podcast is scheduled for one fall, and there will be no disqualifications. Making their way to the ring from lineupmedia.fm at a combined weight of 849 pounds, the three horsemen. Didn't want to miss my cue there. Am I turned on? You are good to go, sir. Am I good to go? You are good to go. It's oh, always a good sign. Welcome to the Three Horsemen Show. Back with yeah, back we got the whole crew. We got Alex. Hi. We got To. Yep, yep. We got Eric. Yellow. Hey. I hear crickets. We got Big that's, Easy. That's my fault. And we got headphone issues. Nobody can hear that but us. So. Oh really? Yeah. Well, that's there a good sign. Well, can anybody hear? Oh, that. Oh. Yep. Yeah, we gotta See? get some new wires in here. <laughs> hey, sorry about the early technical difficulties, ladies and gentlemen. Here with the Three Horsemen Show. Comes with the territory. Hey, that's right. Facebook.com slash forward slash numeral three horsemen show. Twitter.com forward slash numeral three horsemen show and youtube.com slash the three horsemen show. No numeral. Spell it all out. And no show. And no show. Really? It's just the three horsemen. Really? Isn't it? Yeah, let's find that out real quick. Hey, we're ah. going to find that out while we're doing that. And while we're doing that... Uh, YouTube.com slash The Three Horsemen. Yes. Oh, look at that. So no show. So we've been saying it wrong. Yeah, I mean, you know, we say everything wrong. No, we're a professional. YoRadio.com. Go download the app. Like we've told you for about a month now, we're going to be live on there eventually. You can still go download it. Check it out. Uh, check out the lineup station. That's where all our podcasts run from. Uh, we've got tons of them. We've got the Surreal Talk podcast. That's what Big Easy and Eric take care of. That's true. Still voted top five show, in my opinion. We've also got uh, the Blues NHL podcast. We've got the Ocho Man. What else do we have, guys? Tell we got me. a Cowboys podcast. We got a Cowboys podcast. We got a nice homely Armenian show. We got a about the Cowboys, not Cowboy. That's true. It's not a Cowboy. Sometimes he calls it a Cowboy show. It's a show about the Dallas Cowboys, not John Wayne and Clint Eastwood. That's good to know. That's true, yeah. We got things that fly on a stick. What's Two that? birds on a bat. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's we got, a, we got the Drop Podcast, which is a nice blues uh, blues podcast, St. Louis Blues. But we have tons of things that aren't sports-related, don't we? Eh, I mean. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got uh, the Delivery, which is an esports-related podcast. Reload, which is esports gambling. Um, we Beautiful. just started up. We've got Follow the Sound, which is a great music podcast done by producer Brian. You may have heard him on this and many other shows. There you go. What else we got? Circuit Boston Sports Weekly, Circuit of Success, This Day in History. See, Fairmount uh, Race Day at Fairmount Park. So go to there you go Race Day at Fairmount Park. So go to YoRadio.com, Download the app. You can go to the lineup station. Listen to all those. There's tons of other stations on there. Seventies, eighties, reggae, hip hop, rap. You name it, we got it. YoRadio.com, Download the app. All right. Nailed it. So as of today, it is September eighteenth. 2018. Anybody got anything to talk about? I had one thing that I was reading about, 
and I just wanted your guys. It's sports related, uh, so you may not be as big a fan. We have to have some sports uh, amongst our four listeners. All right, some sports fans. So, okay, here's the deal. They were talking about how bad ratings are down in the NFL. It's the same thing with any live event anymore. I think if you would... I wish I could put this into, into when I was a kid. How different it is an experience going to a live event now. Like, the worst possible pro sporting event to go to is the NFL. Yeah. It is dreadful to go what to What for? NFL security game. or people or what? The length of the game. Timeouts. Just the whole experience. The entire experience is just dreadful. Hmm. Now, if you look at hockey or basketball, nonstop action, short stoppages. There may be – I mean, hockey's the best in my eyes. But what do you guys think about, like, ratings being down – all that type of thing within the sporting world. And you guys are in the esports world. You know how much that's picking up. So, yeah, I was going to just relate that directly to esports. The younger generation these days, by and large, don't care about professional sports and, broad- and broadcast sports of any sort. If it can't be streamed online easily for free, then this generation really doesn't want anything to do with it. Not only that, but like in football in particular, there's just so much politics and bullshit that's involved with it now with the fucking anthem and the protests and the people, you know, kneeling. It, it's is, like, it is also it's the a, most it's conservative a, league by turn far. Off, really, honestly. Like people, you know what I mean? Like no, no matter what side of that fence that you're on, it's a turnoff in my opinion that, that all that bullshit comes to a head inside, you know, a football game. T.O.? I just, I, I don't know. I, I I don't think less people are watching the NFL. I don't either. I think that people are watching in different ways. I think people, you know, with the WWE, I think that people are watching on YouTube the next day, certain clips. Hulu runs the show without commercials the next night. I think that people watch it in different ways and consume it in different ways because of technology. You know, when we when we were kids, it was sit in front of the TV and watch it the, the three hours it was on or two hours it was on. If that game was on. Yeah, and even wrestling. If, if wrestling was on Monday nights, if you didn't record it, you didn't watch it. And if you didn't have – if you weren't recording Nitro or Raw on the other end, you were watching one or the other flipping back and forth, so you were bound to miss it. There was no DVR. There was none of this. So I just I, – I question how – I said I, I don't – I do think it's less popular in the mainstream – I do For agree sure. with kids and sports and, like, in general. I think there's less people paying attention. But I don't buy that X amount of adults have quit watching the NFL because kneeling and that kind of stuff. I, I, I just – I'm with you. I'd say adults past a certain age, sure. But adults – you got to remember adults don't start at 32. I don't know, 18 to 49. I still think that there's – I mean, fantasy football points to it. Like, there's more people playing that than Gambling. ever. Gambling. Yes. Exactly. Th- that doesn't go away. That, that uh, I could that just be though that it's a lot easier to do than it used to be. The same no. people that I mean, less people watching, but more of the the base is actually doing it because it's now more accessible. Could that be? In turn, you're just talking the gambling side, right? I think it just gives you a reason to watch more games as opposed to being bored out of your mind watching the Dolphins. No, I, I get that, but do you Titans. think the the percentage of of viewers is now that there's less viewers? Do you think that percentage has gone up? Those more people gamble and more because that technology makes it accessible for them to gamble. I mean, it's been it's harder to gamble in the US legally. Is I it? mean, I, yeah, it's harder to more restrictions online. now. Well, it's it's coming though. It's coming, but I mean, there's just coming back. everybody has a guy they can bet with at some point in time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always a guy in every town that you can bet with. 
Um, and then eventually quits. Yeah. Fantasy. Because <laughs> they fucking lose. They lose a ton of money. Fantasy is something that's more accessible and easier to do with your phone and all that. But I also think that, you know, people like, for instance, Sunday night, I had the network pulled up on my phone and was watching the pay-per-view on my phone while the kids were watching, you know, watching a cartoon. I ought to watch the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon was better. (laughs) But, I mean, like, so, you know, are are they counting mobile users? Are they counting, you know, people that are streaming the stuff illegally? That's true, but the same could, you could say that about the network for WWE. Because how many people are are stealing that? Yeah, I was on your account actually watching it Sunday night. Sounds right. There it is. No, but I just I think it's insane. They talk about football. Another problem is people don't know the rules anymore. It well, looks like the fucking referees don't know the rules. All these rule changes and things like that. Watching football, though, do you think since there's the NFL pass now that when you break down how many people are watching football in St. Louis or Chicago or in a specific market, when they go to the Fox affiliate and the CBS affiliate, NBC affiliate, if they're watching other games on the network pass, does that, I, I mean, I just, I don't know if the Nielsen ratings are that, you know, they might be able to get the whole number of watching games on NFL network versus network television. I don't know how they do their yeah, ratings. You know, that, that's what I'm curious about. I know. But it, it's, it's interesting, but it's interesting to look at pro sports in general and it does affect wrestling. Wrestling's lost about 5 million viewers since bit. the 97, you know, the heyday. Shit, I'd say more than that. Well, just ratings-wise, what they're pulling now compared to the two shows combined, they've, there's been somewhere between 5 and 7 million fans lost that tuned in on Monday nights. For sure, and this plays in. I say this because we talk about, obviously, this is a wrestling-centric podcast, but we talk about wrestling and the naysayers will say, well, wrestling's more popular than it's ever been. I mean, look at now ESPN covers it. Look, that's a joint effort to get more eyes on ESPN to try and drag WWE fans into it. Wrestling's as unpopular as it's been in the, probably in the history of the United States because you used to have 40 territories drawing so many thousand people a week in the same arena. They drew 10,000 to 15,000 people Every week on a Monday night, a Tuesday night, depending on where you were, a Friday night, a Saturday night, because you were coming to their town, you had guys to get behind, just like you do in sports. Like, we're from St. Louis, so we root for the St. Louis Cardinals or whoever. You're in uh, Dallas, so you root for the Cowboys, whatever. They were their home, those guys. they, They almost lived in their town. You're like, oh, yeah, they live over on, you know, Granite Street. That's them. My My point is, is, Really what it comes back to is is the market oversaturated with too much of one thing in each specific category. Do you guys see that or do you disagree with it? Um, can you explain a little bit better? What do you mean by like oversaturated with one thing? You get one program that's on so much. You've got WWE. you got five hours of programming in a week. You get the NFL. You got three games on Sunday afternoon, one game on Sunday night, another game on Thursday night, and then you go to the NHL. They've got their 
package where they show four games a week on NBC Sports. You go to the you go to the Cardinals. The Cardinals every game is on TV. There, right. There's more there's than, no reason to go to a live event. There's more on the network than that with three or two hundred five live NXT. True. I mean, and then you got to think about the people that watch WWE and then New Japan. Like, yeah. And then the week that there's a pay per view, there's three more hours right there. So from Sunday to Tuesday, and this week's a perfect example. That that show started at what six thirty, six o'clock, Sunday night. Got over at nine forty-five. I don't know. There's over three hours there. Yeah. Then you have over three hours on Monday night. There will be two hours tonight, and now tomorrow night they're having the May Young on the network. There's three hours back to back. The May Young, two o five live and mix match challenge or something. So they're, I mean, they're having eight hours Sunday through Tuesday. That's, I mean, I don't care what it is. There's nothing I'm going to watch eight hours of in three nights. Okay, so in the end, my point is, why do you go to live events in sports or in wrestling? Why do you go? For the I don't. I mean, like, unless I have really, really good tickets or it's something I want to see that's not something I can see. All the time. I mean, is it a kids thing? Do you want to take your kids? Anybody? Yes and no. To, I mean, to wrestling or to a game? Anything. Or either. I, do I do I want to take my kids to a wrestling show? No. Would I like to go myself? It depends. If it's a WrestleMania, sure, because I've never been. Right. But if it's just to a, a battleground pay per view, whatever their new ones are, no. Like I don't I don't care if it's you know front row seats. I wouldn't pay to go to see that. Now. To your point, as far as like the oversaturation, I think it's that. But I also think it's nowadays you can get your results quickly or summarized. So like with NFL, you've got red zone. You can just see the all the scoring. Green teams are in the red zone. All the scoring scoring plays, and and then you're done. You can also, I mean, you can also jump on NFL.com or ESPN and get the results. But same thing with wrestling. I mean, nowadays you can just go to any website and just get the results from Raw or from the pay-per-view or whatever. Or you can go to even go to YouTube and watch the summaries of them. Some people just want their quick want to know what happened. Yeah, I think unless you're going for just the experience, I mean, there's no point, in my opinion, to go to a live show of anything. This is way better on the couch, right? Exactly. I mean, you're at home on the couch. You're doing what you want. You're not paying ten dollars for a beer. You got DVR. You know I mean? Yeah. I mean, you can. Oh shit! I can pause that. I gotta go to the bathroom. You know, it doesn't take you forty five minutes to get to the bathroom through the. Line. It's just more comfortable, convenient, and easy. Is home. that is that our age showing? Yes, hundred percent. Well, ultimately, let's okay. At least as far as okay, this is just my perspective. But if I were to go to a wrestling event again, this is. From a person that's, I've not been to any live pay per view. The only wrestling event I've been to was a house show when I was like six or seven years old. Oh, shit. But ultimately, at our age, we're all in our mid 30s, late 30s. Late 20s. I am. I mean, I don't know about you guys. (laughs) We'd just be going for the experience. Is that a fair statement? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, none of us would be thrilled to, like you said, Eric, pay $10 for a beer or. You, you, you know, whatever. And, and we is, certainly wouldn't be taking a kid because they'd want those. We're not buying kids no beer. <laughs> <laughs> not at that price. Thank you, E. Um, I don't even know what merch that, like, we're not going to buy a set of John Cena wristbands for $20. Speak for yourself. Mm. 
Thank you. <laughs> Not only that, but kids have to pee like every 10 minutes, can you, and then you got to wait a half hour in line for the bathroom, worry about some weird owl. It's just... Some weird owl? Some weird owl. Some weird owl. Forget about that, man. I, would ne- I wouldn't even want to go to a live event. Not a not a chance. I'd go to a WrestleMania, maybe even a Royal Rumble, but other it'd than have that, to be super high profile, yeah. great seats. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, it'd have I, to be perfect for you. you I wouldn't. Know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even go maybe to a WrestleMania. Free tickets. I wouldn't even <laughs> go to a Mania for nosebleeds. Like if I went, I'd be like, I'd shell out a couple hundred dollars or however much it was if I could get you know ten rows from the ring. Or Five thousand like dollars. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean that's it's not cheap. It's more than a couple hundred dollars. It's a couple hundred dollars you, to sit. Yeah. Whatever. In a in a oh no, there it's insane. But that was all I wanted to bring up. Just get us warmed up. Okay. Real warm inside now. NWO, we made it all the way to Starcade of ninety seven. E wasn't with us last week. We actually had a good talk about uh the NWO, its origins, where it was going heading into ninety eight and we're about to get to the point the jump off point. The eh, golden age of the NWO, I would say. Your your golden age. We are past that. Damn. What are your thoughts on uh, the early run with just the guys that the first six? We'll say. Yeah, including Jeff Farmer. Yes, jumping Jeff Farmer. (laughs) Who did Jeff Farmer? Who was he? He was fake Sting. That's right. Oh, he was horrible too. Yep, (laughs) he was horrible too. (laughs) Got over. Yeah, fair. Which fake sting though? There's about nine million of them. The the actual fake sting. The yeah. actual fake yeah, sting. Yeah. The real fake sting. No, I thought the <laughs> NWO though. <laughs> pre that point, the first six of them, one of the best storylines, if not the best storylines, ever concocted and carried out. In my opinion. On which long, part? The original, like the run up of the the NWO up to the first six members. Before it got out of control. Yeah, before it got out of control. Like when the Outsiders came in, the run up to Hogan, adding in Bischoff, that whole big reveal. Then adding in a DiBiase and uh, X Pack, Six Pack, whatever you want to call them, to round out that top five, you know, first core group. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Again, one of my favorite all time programs. Every week, you understood. Know, I mean, you turn in to see or tune in to see who's the next person. As soon as they start adding people, it's like, oh fuck, this is where it's going. Is my favorite wrestler going to jump ship? You know what I mean? Right. Is that Are what's they going to beat happen? the shit like, out of my favorite wrestler? It, it, it is make... Buff Bagwell going to turn? <laughs> That's what, exactly oh, he did. what I was thinking. And it was thinking. a beautiful turn. <laughs> no, but like they made it. They made it like exciting. To, like, oh man, I got to watch. I got to watch Nitro this week. I don't know. You know what I mean? What if they fucking? What if they do that? What if someone? You know, I can't miss that. What if they slingshot Ray Mysterio That's off the side of say. a trailer? Yeah, dude, that was the best ever. When Kevin Nash like threw him like a dart. You know the story uh, I've behind that so many that times. People were calling the real police because they thought something broke out at Universal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. There's a seven foot tall guy throwing people into trailers on the back lot. Get over here quick. Now people in Florida would applaud it. Yeah. Send them back to Mexico. Throw them. Oh, Lord. Throw Midget them tossing. Yeah. Throw, throw, throw them across the Rio Grande. We here on Facebook Live and this dude's throwing motherfuckers. Look, guys, look. <laughs> That's this generation. Trump has a press conference. Chant and build that wall. Yeah, Yeah, build that wall. No shit. I'd like to thank my brave men of Florida for throwing the luchadors. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that a new statement? That's a statement. Actually, he wouldn't wouldn't refer to them as luchadors. He'd say brown people or something. Or short brown people. Hold on. Was that that supposed to be Trump or Bush? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know who that was. Come on. It wasn't. (laughs) Chaney. Trump's got a southern (laughs) Well, you know, we jumped to Starcade 97 here. We've talked about how NWO has basically gone mainstream, and it's it's as big. They're getting as big a ratings as they have ever gotten. Again, I don't have the ratings here, but I will pull them up. Let's talk about 
how this all led up with Sting. We talked about it last week, but give me some give me some feedback on what you guys were thinking of Sting. What you guys, if you remember this lead up, I can, I can touch this for a, a year. It was the main reason I tuned in was that overage with Sting where he might drop out of the out of the rafters. <laughs> Number one reason I tuned in. The rest of it was gravy, but that five to seven minutes after the you know show was supposed to be done was the best part of my week. I thought he had a mental illness. <laughs> like this guy's painting his face red, white, and blue. Nice spiked blonde hair. What the fuck happened to this guy? He's going through some hard times or he something. Went emo? Did he get a divorce? Yeah, like I don't know what like I thought he had something going on. I just remember whenever they ran the angle of him getting out of the limo, you could tell it wasn't him. At least I could. I mean, I see what you're saying. You could. They, whoever was running the camera, did not do a great job of, for lack of a better way of putting it, camera work. Because he, you could, you got a clear enough view of the fake Sting's face or Jeff Farmer's face that you could tell it wasn't Sting. Yeah, that's and pretty it, shit. And it was just like, like, I, at the time, it's like I get that you're doing a storyline, but. Do some shitty story you're telling. Do some better camera work, but it's. But at the same time, I didn't stop watching because I wanted to see what the payoff was. No, it's just unfortunate that they're allowed a, the immersion to be broke like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Takes- Makes sense. Look at uh. Now that I do have them pulled up, look at the run up to this Starcade Raw that week, December first, three point Nitro three point eight. December 8th, Raw, 2.7. Nitro, 4.1. Damn. December 15th, Raw, 2.7. Nitro, 4.1. Holy cow. December 22nd, the lead-in show to Starcade. Raw got a 3.1. Nitro got a 3.5. The day after Sting beats Hogan, Raw does a 3.6. Nitro does a 4.65. Everybody's gaining there, though. That's an extra million or so viewers a week that have ramped up since you started that list. Oh, absolutely. But I, they have gone in 1997, steady threes, climbing into the fours, hitting a five in August, hitting high fours, mid, mid fours, in the threes occasionally with, I mean, you know, sprinkling some Monday night football when things happen there in 97. You know that's how they never use that as an excuse like they do now? Oh, well, there was, there was this on or there was a... I know. They use that as an excuse now. Monday Night Football or and Monday Nash- Night Football is unpopular as it's game. ever been. Yeah, so is wrestling. That's, that's true. true. Mm-hmm. But there was never that excuse back then. There right, was never. Right. I mean, that, that's where I was getting with that. And what's crazy about that rating is that the and we can. Well, I'm sure we'll get to this, but the Hogan Sting match itself was just god awful. But it still didn't matter because that rating shot up after you said this was after Starcade. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the ratings still jumped, even though the match was horrible, but everyone got their payoff as far as Sting winning the belt, and then everyone was curious, okay, where do we go? What happens from here? Because this is the first time – well, I shouldn't say that because Luger, Luger won the belt previously, but – on a, on a bigger, bigger On a bigger stage. stage, this is the first time that Hogan has lost the belt – to a, a WCW, or, yeah, to a WCW guy. So, even though the match stunk up the place, 
would you say the rating shot up from a three to a four? Right. So, and factor in the fact that the Montreal screw job happens in here. Bret Hart joins in December. He comes in and does all that. But the NWO just and just let's get a refresher here. Let's look at what happened in. Uh, oh, and Rick Rude comes over, does the same night where he's on. So he's that he's in the huge. NWO. That was gigantic. Yeah. Uh, in January, see if you remember these guys. Remember Louis Piccoli? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, R.I.P. Don't remember him. You don't remember Louis Piccoli, dead guy? No, he was I dead don't. at the time. He was Scott Hall's valet. Yeah. <laughs> the fat guy? Yeah. Chubby, yeah. Okay, maybe I do. He was in the NWO for an entire month. He joins in January of 98. Don't have the exact date, but I do have the date that he was found dead in his hotel room. February 15th of 98. How'd he die, uh, Corey? Oh, oh, he died while he was in the NWO? Mm-hmm. Corey, is this know. you? That's me. Okay, just making sure. That's I was like, wow, I'm this at. is very... Very eerie that I'm reading this. (laughs) Angel Fire. Yeah, exactly. How fucking great is that? That's old school. Anyway. Uh, You've got Dusty 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 Roids. Dusty Roids. I guarantee he never took one. (laughs) Dusty Roads joining the NWO as part of the Wolf Pack. Wolf Pack. Yeah. Attacking Larry Zabisco. NWO Senior Citizen Center. I mean, what's coming next? How over did they get Larry Zabisco? Way over, dude. Babyface, most babyface announcer at the time, like company man. Incredible. Yeah. It's probably one of the best things he did in the last 10 years of his career. I think it's one of the best things he's done in in all of his career. Yeah, fair. I mean, non wrestling, it's definitely the best. Zabisco San Martino. I didn't say the best, I said one of the best. But if everybody's you, like who? But if you can take if you can take an announcer, and again he is not competing at this point. He is full time announcer. But if you can take an announcer and make him as over as anybody else in the locker room, seriously, you know you're doing something right. Absolutely, they got people over. They had a winning formula there for sure. I agree. Now we talked about it last week. Here's where I think they jumped the shark. You, we were talking about this last week, and we didn't want to jump too far ahead. Now, this is where Luis Piccoli, it happens. Zabisco goes on and stays kayfabe. He's like, oh, you know, I don't want to say anything too bad about uh, Luis Piccoli because he's gone, so we'll just leave it at that. Zabisco stays kayfabe. But Brian Adams joins the WC, or joins the NWO Scott Steiner joins the NWO in February. He uh, beats up Rick Steiner in a match against the Outsiders. <laughs> and then they take the belt off Sting, go into a Hogan Savage program with an NWO tie. But the place that I thought it ended for them, I never thought that this would be, if you would have told someone in January of 97, oh, this is going to be the hurt one, or this is going to be the one that hurts you. Six joins, uh, goes to WWF, and it was a big deal on TV. He shot on Bischoff, he shot on Hogan, and it hurt them enough. More than it should. Yes, because he was a nobody in the NWF. Right. To me. He was definitely overshadowed by some of the way bigger stars that were in there. He was it in shouldn't that have cruiserweight hurt. shit. Yeah, it shouldn't, mm-hmm. it shouldn't have hurt that bad. That wasn't, I mean, that's just not a big deal on their TV. Those were early matches. They didn't have stars in them at the time. Well, and in, in the cruiserweight division, you had all these high flyers. He didn't do any of that. No. So. Ground gamer. Yeah. A ground gamer in that division. 
and he was usually the champion. Yeah, the best he did was a little bit of like shitty flips off the ropes. I would a say a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. To your thoughts on uh, six? He's probably the best worker out of all of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean the longevity of his career. He still wrestles here and there. If he didn't have his hips, is he able to have? See, see? Hep, all of it. Hep, hep. Well, he can't. He'd still be wrestling in WWE. He's a hep cat. I mean, he's tight with Triple H. I think if he could get cleared and all that, he'd be. He'd still be wrestling. What's he fifty? Gotta be close dude, to that. I don't think he's that old. Let me look. He started when he was eighteen. Oh shit! I'd say he started. Man. He's forty six. Forty six. Wow. Dude, so I think, and and that's what like a lot of people say is like he's been out for fifteen years. How can you expect him not to be fucked up when you throw a kid? And that's it. I mean, he was 22, 23, riding with Hall and Nash when they were in W. And, and Michael. So, really, his mainstream career ended when he was 31. Yeah. Think about that. Wow. Hadn't thought about that. And when he was in NWO, he was probably a 26 year old guy, 27. Yeah. Around that. Talk about peaking early. <laughs> but, I mean, professionally. I mean, he. He still had the, the whole China tape to come, so. And he was a, I mean, he, he started out in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, I mean, you think about a guy that, like, was around the Minnesota, I mean, that group up there where he did his training, mm-hmm. came through, he wrestled in, uh, not AWA, US Pro, is that what it was? USWA Global. USWA, that's Global where he started wrestling. out as Lightning Kid. Then he came over as one, two, three kid and had the he had some thing good matches in Global, dude. I remember seeing him. Was it uh, Jericho? He had some matches with in Global. Was it? No. Who did, no, he, who did no, I see no. him wrestle? Liger? In was it Juice Thunder Liger? No, maybe? Liger would have been in WCW at the time. Did Jericho ever do Global? Why do I feel like he was on Global too? Mm-mm. He did Smoky Mountain. Huh? Because you're a Jericho-holic. My bad. That's why. But I mean, you think of guys that are wrestling right now. You can't say any of them go that far back, besides Jericho, that you know have the road stories that you know Jericho wasn't even with the guys in Minnesota the training you know he traded he trained up there right so he's like Calgary. kind of the last of that generation the Mohicans yeah <laughs> no I mean which you want to you want to talk about something that's funny is how how six 46 mm-hmm. right I was listening to something today and they were talking about who are going to be the stars in 10 years <laughs> and they're going through and like you know Braun Strowman gets brought up Hmm. Good one. Thirty-six years old. Ten years no. old. No, forty-six. Turned thirty-six yesterday or two last week, sometime. Really? Finn Balor, mid thirties. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles, older 41. than forty-one. I mean, you you go through these list of guys that they, they have no young guys. And the they have Baron Corbin, exactly. And they're young guys. They're not. They're not big. Well, for whatever the reason, all these young guys they're bringing in, sign them when they're twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five. There's small guys. There's no more big guys. It's a I, – I don't know why. I don't know what the reason is, but, you know, Reigns and Rollins and Ambrose are all in their 30s. And Damn. What, and what brought up the conversation was is, will anyone ever retire again with the WWE currently how it is when they're going to throw a million or $2 million at Shawn Michaels to come back and wrestle one match in Saudi Arabia? I mean, they have these weird things that are going on. The Undertaker's not turning down that payday. Oh, Roddy no. Piper who, was main eventing. <laughs> Roddy Piper was main eventing uh, pay per views when he was in his forties. I mean, it's not like this is new. No, but how how old's Undertaker? Fifty three. <laughs> I don't know. Old as dirt. But I mean, it's just Currently? you know, just thinking back of, and this is a good point. The NWO. How old were those guys at that time? Young. 
Hogan, Nash. Hogan was older, but Hall and Nash. Hogan were was what forty three, maybe. I but the, at this point, kind of, that's kind of my point. Everybody thought Hogan was done. Everybody thought Flair was done. They they had been trying to get rid of Flair forever. This is when Bischoff had him off TV. Mm-hmm. Now you're hoping guys. I mean, AJ Styles is forty one, and he's probably the best worker in the company. I'll the idea of someone forty, you know, doing it at that time was just. Oh, they're old. They're this. They're that. So, like, you you got this faction that's made up of younger guys that that, that had a lot of time ahead of them. I, I just I I don't know. Do they have ways to recruit? I mean, you know, like this this could very well be a stupid question, but we've related this a lot to football. And you know how like you got high school football teams, and you go on into college, and, and eventually make it to the professional level. But the but the rest but the wrestling. They, they don't have anything like that. Like, I guess they just try to recruit from wherever the hell they can. I mean, am I wrong here? Or do they have some sort of fucking recruiting school that you can athletes, get I younger mean, athletes from? I mean, the performance center and then to NXT. But Oh, this person washed up in UFC. Bring her over. But you that's know not I mean? exactly – they're not exactly young people going there. They had Kevin Owens go there first. They had they make all these guys – Bobby Roode's how old, and he was in NXT for a while. So it's kind of a stepping stone. They've got to develop or formulate some sort of plan to get younger talent. They used to have like OVH and all those other places, but do they they still have places like that? OVW. That's right. But that that was the last time they had a big crop come in is when Cornette was down there, and that was Orton, Batista. Lesnar. Lesnar, Cena. I mean, they they popped out those guys. All huge names. Eugene. Yep. Oh, yeah, Nick. Nick Nick Dinsmore. (laughs) But it. It's just it's kind of weird though to think you know, going back to the, the Basham NWO. brothers. Could you imagine? Oh, sorry. <laughs> but oh, are we back to NW? But Hall and Nash are how old? In their mid forties now. I don't fucking know. I thought you were looking it up. No, God, Kevin Nash graduated college in what eighty two? Jesus Christ! So he, For real? He's, he's yeah. Age? Kevin Nash is fifty nine. Yeah. How old Hogan? Wasn't a pup. Hogan, 67? They said Kevin Nash, you're 59 65? years old. 65. Would you like to make $2 million coming back for a pay-per-view? Yeah. So you said $2 million? <laughs> Fucking right, I'll be there. No shit. Yeah, I don't care how old you are. I mean, you mentioned that pay-per-view, that their, their second pay-per-view in Saudi Arabia. They were saying that just that is going to bring in three or four times the revenue that any WrestleMania has done. That's why they can pay these seven figures to yeah. Undertaker, Shawn Michaels. They're going to bring Lesnar it's back. Ins- it's insane. Kevin Nash, you got seven herniated discs in your back, though. Why would you do that? Did you say $2 million? Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I well, mean, speaking, like of Kevin, speaking of Kevin Nash, well, okay. the red and black. Loved it. Okay, so I know E's going to have something to say about Did they this. start this because the outsiders were getting cheered? And then time Hogan was with him, Hogan would get the booze. Like, was it a way to try to splinter off a faction that the fans liked? I would say it's mostly merchandise, man. Think about how many of those NWO shirts they sold. And then you had to have a red one? Why not? Why not? It's easy. It's so easy. Look, we got, you don't have enough NWO. We're not completely saturated yet. New NWO. Let's I think it just grew old. Let's make the white red and see if that helps. Yeah, I mean. I think it goes back to... Six leaving, or Sean Waltman. I think they wanted a cooler version because it was getting watered down. Right. But they kept having that whole, I guess it was a storyline of Hogan and Nash fighting for control. I don't know. It it gets real foggy here. Same with me. I couldn't tell you who was in the red to start. When they splintered off, I know it was Hall and Nash, but who else went with It consisted of Randy Savage, Kevin Nash, and Conan. As I say, Hall didn't. So Hall, st- so he wasn't one of the original ones. Then. He was getting in trouble here. This is where he's getting uh, some of his uh, substance abuse stuff starts coming up. 
suspensions. And then they try and... to tie it into the storyline. Just <laughs> <laughs> got them over more. Oof. So Wikipedia's got the list of the NWO Wolfpack members if you want them in order. Bring them. So Kevin Nash's leader and founder founded it April 27th, 98. Um, Savage, Conan, uh, two, new, two new members, Kurt Hennig, followed by Dusty Rhodes, Miss Elizabeth, Rick Rude, Lex Luger, Stinger, Scott Hall, and the Disco Inferno. That's right, baby. Disco Inferno. Yeah, Dis- you got to round it out with Disco. Disco Fever. I think one of the best things about the NWO was sitting at home watching it, you felt like these wrestlers were making these decisions. They're doing, well, we're splitting off, you know, even though obviously it was a fucking storyline, but it was it was compelling. Like, you could sit there and watch this stuff and be like, man, dude, that dude's a badass. You see, you know, like, you know, I was it was immersive. I the whole NWO storyline was very immersive. It if we only you, would have known what trained. was going behind the scenes because it yeah. was kind of. <laughs> I will say they, I agree with Eric. I They pulled it off. Cause, yeah. Because whenever they're, you know, splitting off this new faction, it's just like, I don't know what it is, but. I think this is kind of cool, and that's what Corey was saying earlier. It's just mm-hmm. like we need something. Or I think it was Corey, maybe. It's I Corey. don't know. But we needed to do something. We, as if I'm WCW, it's like we need to do something that's like still edgy but cool to combat this DX stuff that WWF's doing at the time. So Right, anti-hero type let's, stuff. Let's just do another NWO faction, but we'll split it off and somehow make it different. And But then I also agree that it was for merch purposes because it's like, well – you got all these people with black and white shirts, but let's just make it red. That way we can sell more merch. We can sell you more t-shirts. You literally don't even need to create a new silk screen. You just change the ink color. My, my yeah. question is, though, if they just would have changed the color to red without starting another faction, they would have sold those in any color they made. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, but look at it like this. So say you like the NWO and it gets stale, but now they bring out the wolf. But you've already bought the shirts, You got, and now they bring but, out the wolf. But I like those guys better, and I— this shirt's but null if, and void. Now I, you got to go buy the other one. But if I mean, they could have made that NWO any color they wanted to for merchandise reasons. Oh yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, I agree. The, it's I, that's why I was, that was the point I was making. It wasn't just for merch purposes, but yeah. that was just a perk of it. Because at the same time, it's like you got the black and red shirts, but now you, they're also got these red shirts with like the black wolf on the front of it. So it's like they took it even further. At least yep. they tried to than the black and white version. All very cool. All very good points. Let me poke a hole in it. Okay. Now you've got a 10-minute promo segment with the white NWO, mm-hmm. and now you've got a 10-minute segment promo from the Wolfpack Red NWO. Now, would they come out together? No. No. Seriously? I, I'm telling you, I do not remember a lot of this. I was well, against full each other. on WWF. Yeah, they're against each other. It was a splinter cell. So now you've got, this is where Conan starts his Odelay deal. So you have to start with that. Odelay. And then Nash would talk. And then Savage would need to talk. So this is before or after the finger poke of doom? This is Long before, before that. Long before. Okay. Yeah. This is that year. And it starts showing in the ratings. They carry everything up till April 6th. Bischoff comes down on the motorcycle, says it's good to be king the next week. They, well, that week they beat Raw 4.6 to 4.43. The next week is Austin McMahon. They win 4.63. Nitro gets a 4.3. What happened when they announced Mick Foley's going to win the belt? Didn't they? Isn't there some type of. I don't know where this is at on the timeline. Yeah. But they have like direct analytics that show X amount of people turn their TV over to a pre recorded. Yeah. And I was one of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's nineteen ninety nine. Uh, okay, so that's, yeah, Jesus, Raw sorry. Raw won five seven to four nine that night. But going back, Raw dominates for all these weeks, April through June twenty seventh through June 29th. But the thing is, is more people are watching wrestling, more people start seeing this. They build Goldberg, and that's all NWO's job. That's Hogan's thing. He's beating up everybody. I take that back. That wasn't really a NWO thing. But the point is they build Goldberg up, and he beats Hogan. So they've got their thing. This splinters Hogan and that NWO section off into the Rodman thing, the Jay Leno thing, all this, and Malone uh, they've got more mainstream media coming in. They win all these weeks in August, August uh, second well, week of August through September. Nitro pulls a four six five, a four nine, a five two, a six rating on August thirty first because Raw's on Saturday, a five five on September seventh, and a four five. They're killing. Was it. there was their best rating when Goldberg won the belt on a, when he beat Hogan on a Monday Nitro? No, that wasn't their best. No. And by looking at the ratings, I'm guessing that was July 6th because they pulled a 4.8 and Raw pulled a 4.0. That is one of the dumbest things. That I mean, it showed how they were just in it for the TV. And it it was a sign of panic, a sign of trying to get eyes. I get it. It was in Georgia, mm-hmm. Atlanta. You know, that's where Goldberg played at. But how you don't build that up for a pay-per-view blows my mind. You've got Goldberg on this huge win streak, his first time going for the belt against Hogan, who's the, you know, your big name. And they they pop it on a Monday night without any real buildup. Because you've got Bischoff that's more concerned with beating McMahon in the ratings. Yep. Yeah. Nightmare. What do you think of Sting joining the NWO? A lot of people say that's the jumping off point. He looked like a ladybug. <laughs> yeah, the red paint was not good. It seemed like an act of desperation to me. By the company, not not Sting or anything, but that that story introducing that storyline, it just seemed like okay, nobody's buying it. We got to oh, take somebody. Why the that fuck did we just watch loved. this for a year and a half? Watching you up in the rafters, you're anti NWO, and then you yeah. that's well. The, at this point, they're running out of ideas, like they're running out of storylines. It's just like, all right, well, this is the thing that's going to get the biggest reaction. So let's just put Sting in red and black. Yeah, it doesn't matter the color. Now Lex Luger's in the NWO. Now Sting's in the NWO. When does, who's not? Giants in the red, the white, and the black for a second time at this point. Right. It, it got bad. When, when does uh, oh Russo come on board? That's not totally much <laughs> Is later. Is that 99? No, I'm, I'm curious when he comes in, though. That's much later. Yeah. Well, that's kind of when they get rid of the NWO stuff and start doing this reality shit. And my thing is... is and they, they bring it back. But they were buying so many contracts, bringing in so many guys... You know, we, we talked about how many people were under contract. They had, they had Jericho. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. They, they had all these guys that would become stars in WWE for the 2000s. They didn't, they didn't use what they had. There were other stories. Well, there you go. There. Let's, talk about, let's talk about who they, held, who they kept down. Huh. And this is a big thing. This is why these guys want to go. You had Benoit, Jericho, Guerrero. Who else was in that? Uh, Malenko. Yeah, I mean, Malenko. you can say Booker T. Perry Saturn. Saturn. I mean, those guys. I mean, they left because of that. Because Nash or a Hulk, or yeah, Nash called them like whatever the fuck. You Vanilla guys. midgets. Yeah. So they they Pretty knew rough. that Hall wow. had <laughs> Hall and Nash had the year more so. Nash, I think, a Bischoff and creative, and he was part of creative at some point in time. But 
Those guys knew they had to get out of there because nothing was going to be done with them. Well, there was just nowhere to go. Plus, you called them cruiserweights. Worst thing you could do. Yeah. It just made you look cheap. Um, what other stars can't? I mean, Booker T, Diamond Dallas Page gets his push there, which as I, I say, you don't have I a DDP without it. NWO, though. Yeah. They really mistimed him. If there was one big screw-up they had, I would say it would be DDP. I never believed him, though. Really? He was never believable for me. I think as hot as he got at the end of 97 and going into 98, they really missed his shot because by the time they put the belt on him in 99, it was yeah. nobody wanted to. Passed it. Yes. They, okay, not to get off the NWO topic, but if you were to end Goldberg's streak, I think you should have done it with DDP. What was it, Halloween Havoc? Mm-hmm. I think you should have done it there. It would have worked. Reason being? Because DDP was hot at the time, and if there was one guy that, you know, if you wanted if you wanted to keep Goldberg keep that fire in his, useful, if yeah. you wanted to keep Goldberg's momentum going, but at the same time. Build off it. Yeah. Have DDP end the streak. Because if, if you go back and watch that match, I mean, the fans were just into every single move that both of them did. You're very right. I mean, you had the crowd that was split. Some were for Goldberg, some were for DDP. But anytime like a big move happened, the pop was insane. Fair. Well, you know what else hurt him? His pay-per-view went off early. I mean, well, that did not help them. Forgot about that. Didn't help WCW. Anyway, let's talk about another huge mistake. The Ultimate Warrior. Oh, man. <laughs> Especially after Why they tried to pull that, that renegade shit. Why would you call that a mistake, Corey? Uh-oh. Look at how out of place it is. <laughs> okay. Look at how... I'm not co- saying I, I don't agree with you. I just want to know why you would call that a mistake. Look at how normal, with the exception of... I mean, Sting was a different... Sting had been there forever. But Ultimate Warrior... Grabbing in 1998, you're grabbing it. Oh, but I, I think against too, Hogan, they bring him in because so Hogan's ego can be satisfied and he can uh, fix that WrestleMania six loss. You think they meant he meant that much idea. to them, where he could have that and say, I, "I want Warrior in here so I can beat his ass to get my redemption." If you look you at think it, though, he had it like that. They brought in everybody he feuded with in WWF. Everybody, yeah. They bring in Slaughter. I mean, John Tenta, yeah. um, Piper. Mm-hmm. Everybody that he worked programs with ended up there, and he ended up pretty <coughs> working. Sergeant yeah, we forgot to mention the Disciple came in to join him. Ed Leslie? Brutus Beefcake. Yeah. I that mean, was his best gimmick. It was way better than Bruce the Barber. I, he looked way cooler. I, I didn't recognize him either. I didn't either. How could you, though? <laughs> with those dark-ass glasses and that ginormous beard? That was an epic beard. It was a good look. And was he was a... ripped than shit, too. Where'd that come from? Well, a I bottle. got an idea. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Hogan. One of those little... Hey, Terry, brother, let me, borrow, let me borrow that bottle and that needle there, brother. Stick a syringe in her. But Just guess. And I do agree, though. The Renegade cheapened that. They already tried pushing ah. a guy that was... It, they tried making people think was Warrior. To the non-smarks, yeah, exactly right. The, the, the non- same gimmick. And then, all, yep. wait a minute, well, who is the... I mean, they know, they led you to believe that the Renegade was the Warrior by the way they did announcing, if you knew it or not. Mm-hmm. So then you're watching, and this guy goes, well, fuck, is this him? I'm sorry. They're not calling him the Ultimate Warrior. Okay, well, then if you're watching wrestling and you think that fucking guy is the Ultimate Warrior, then you don't need to be watching wrestling. (laughs) Just saying. Think about it as like a young teen at that time. Kids watch it. Well, I was a kid. I knew that that wasn't the fucking Ultimate Warrior. I knew it wasn't either. I'm saying they pushed him as it was. They have a history. Like when you go back when him and Hogan doing it, the way they worded it and the way they did the presentation and the announcing – 
they led everyone to believe that they had a history of wrestling each other, this and that. So. Okay, that's fine. They also said the Giant was Andre the Giant's kid. I, I they did say that. And I guarantee there were some people that believe that. I did. Well, <laughs> when I was a kid, I'm just, hey, man, what are you going to do? He's Andre the Giant's kid, man. Yeah, but... I don't think that cheapened the ultimate but war. What there's, cheapened there's him no was internet, though. I mean, like there. I understand, but I the smoke in the ring and the disappearing shit—it did not fit. It looked like they were going back to '95. And he's walking down it for his first entrance. Like, why? Well, okay, I get why, but it, it just—it didn't fit. Because you, I agree. You would associate Warrior with. High energy music running down to the ring, but instead it's just this weird, awkward theme music and just Warrior slowly walking like he's like trying to do like an Undertaker entrance. It right, it works for work. the Undertaker. It doesn't work for the Ultimate Warrior. So yeah. it's it, out of place. And then Hogan overselling the like oh, acting like yeah. he's scared. It, it just the oversold the, heel. And stuff. this and this was before Warrior's rant that lasted ten minutes. Mm. Ten, Jesus! I need to rewatch that rant. What was the the major talking points? Just look up "Gone with the Wind." Anything that equals the time, and that would be that <laughs> fucking scene. <laughs> All right, I'll check it out. Uh, but then they have that absolute stinker at Halloween Havoc that just oh, one of the worst matches those two had ever put. After they had a really good match at at uh, WrestleMania a few years before, but <laughs> or no, they did. Was it eight years prior? They had a good match. No, I'm not laughing. At, was it only eight years? It just feels like it was longer than that. Nine, well, now it's, yeah, I guess now it's, it's 28 years. No, I know. I'm saying it was just 90 to 98. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It just, I thought that they, I mean, we're talking about them jumping the shark. That is jumping the shark in more ways than one. For sure. And then they have to do the whole NWO, OWN, One Warrior Nation crap. Yeah, who else was in the One Warrior Nation? I guess one person is all you need. Yeah, just one. Ed Leslie. <laughs> oh, was he the disciple was in there? Oh, boy. <laughs> He's just looking for somebody to follow. And you guys said it was all about him getting his win back. I say it was about money, and that's fine. I mean, they were trying to make money, and I bet they did. If, oh, yeah. Because I remember having friends who said, oh, no, yeah, Ultimate Warrior's coming back. I'm like, oh, why? Right. <laughs> I just didn't. I never cared for the guy. Was not a fan. But, anywho... One of four matches ever given by Dave Meltzer as a negative five stars. There you go. Wow. Okay, so what do you guys think of Hogan bringing in all these celebrities? They take the belt off him, they put it on Goldberg. Now he's bringing in Rodman and doing the Malone thing. Now the fucking Jay Leno thing. Over all the, the celebrities that they kept bringing in. Does that help or hurt their cause? Well, definitely, at least in my opinion, it hurts because I was watching more. Up to this point, I was like most people flipping back and forth at this point i was maybe catching wcw just i might flip it back and forth like once or twice but at this point i was more interested in wwf so and see yet through all of this this is their august run where this is the malone leno all that stuff running through like i said they're pulling four six five four nine five two six oh five five ratings massive yes the Warrior comes back through that October November run. Eh, September October run. 3940454744451 on October 26th. I want to say the 14th is the uh, Four Horsemen reunion. But they're still pulling 
four ones, four threes, four five, four two, four two, three seven, four six to the end of the year. And this is all through Goldberg's big run. And then they have Nash beat Goldberg. Mistake or good idea? It depends on what you're trying to do. Are you trying to push Nash or destroy Goldberg? I mean, because your push for Goldberg and him not losing a match was beautiful for his career. And then, I mean, are you trying to, was this all set up just to help Nash out and push him a little further? Because that's what, you know, I mean. I don't think there was a purpose. I think it was Nash using, using his creative control card and just saying, hey, I want the belt. I want it in Goldberg Street. He Make it happen. He wanted the belt for a week. Is that, that all it was? Is that all it was? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hogan got it back, right? Off mm-hmm. of him. That's so what he talks about. So he goes to people saying that I, you know, I wanted the belt and this and creative control. I was never a mark. I don't know how many matches I want. Like, I believe him to a point. I you think, notice nobody ever challenges him on anything no, he says. Because I think crazy? It, I think it's the truth. I do too. I don't think he gave a fuck. I think he thought it was what's best for business. And that it would get more heat that they did that because I think they did play the game of, oh, they'll really get pissed if Nash beats Goldberg, and get to the fans and get to the guys at back. I do think he tried to fuck on the people in the back. Yeah, but no then, argument here. But then him letting Hogan beat him, it reunites the NWO, and they probably think that it's going to get bigger because you thought we were breaking off, you thought we were splintering, and Hogan's still the guy. I, Nash wouldn't have gave up the belt that way. Although it doesn't make Nash look weak by losing to a finger poke. Hmm. I think they had to, had to get the belt off of him. If this was the right way to do it, that's... It's not that's up to up, me, obviously. Right, that's up for debate whether it was right or wrong, but they, yeah. had, they had to get it done eventually. Well, I just... I agree that maybe the... Okay, do, do you let the guy go undefeated forever? I mean, is he just unbeatable? Because that's no. the reason they never put belts on people like okay. that. Okay, so here's how, and I, and I say this because, I mean, this idea literally just came to me, so I have not put any thought into this, but oh, okay. what if, so we talked about how hot DDP was at this point, or maybe or maybe you could have done this at Halloween Havoc, I don't know, but DDP was over at the time. I mean, way over. What if you did... Almost a copy of whenever you know Hogan turned at Bash at the Beach and have Paige turn, join NWO and win the belt and knock off Goldberg. He was the only guy that really, him really and Booker T, but Booker T wasn't as big during that. Mm-mm. He was the only thing that was pro WCW. He was, I mean, he was really the only guy that didn't cross over because Stingin went, Luger had went. Wait, who are you talking about? DDP. Oh, you said, w- you said Booker T. But he didn't either, but he wasn't that hot at that time. He oh, wasn't right. He yep. wasn't like blowing up like DDP was. So I mm-hmm. think if you do that, it's just pretty much, fuck, everybody's been in NWO. Everybody's done this. There's no, there's no anti-NWO. So, you know, having, having him turn heel and join the NWO, it kind of makes it. God, every top person that we have has been in the NWO at one point or time. I think if you had one other person that you could go with at this point, it was Scott Steiner. Before, because that's when he was getting big. Yep, bigger than normal. Yeah, <laughs> um, big, big in personality sense. He, Not he couldn't exactly. fucking get any bigger. Could bigger he? than a horse. <laughs> Jesus. But he, I mean, they waited a year on him. It didn't all that big pop a pump. I mean, the major big Papa Pump stuff didn't happen for another year, year and a half. But uh, 
they had to get somebody believable. They had to do the taser thing. They had to. It's it just didn't play out well. I say that, and then you go to the ratings, and they did not suffer. They didn't at all. No, huh? because you go to that the night after Starcade when Goldberg gets beat, they pull four six. I mean, Raw beats them with a four eight seven the next week. The finger poke of doom night, the night they flipped over to watch Cat or uh, Mick Foley win the championship. Okay, Raw did a five seven. That's fucking awesome. And Nitro did a four nine. Who who did Goldberg drop to again? Nash. Nash. Okay. See, like having him have that undefeated streak, like they should have used that. Like like we were just talking about earlier, without with not enough young wrestlers, they should have used that undefeated streak when they ended that. They should have gave it to somebody that like nobody pushed new talent out. You know what I mean? Well, see, that's where I was going with. Instead of pushing the Nash. D- pushing the idea of putting the belt on DDP, but having right. him beat, who's forty years old at the time? He's well, new well, talent oh, of yeah. forty. Right. Isn't that crazy? I agree, but still, I mean, he was over. Maybe not forty, but thirty-seven. Oh, he, he was. In, he was definitely in his mid late thirties. Definitely, it's just odd they didn't use Jericho. He, I think they had put the U.S. belt on him by this time. He had gotten away from the cruiserweight shit. Who? Jericho. TV belt. Sure, it wasn't the U.S. belt. TV belt. No shit. Yep. Not good. Well, then he didn't stick around long enough to to see where it went, because he could have been the U.S. champion if they would have got him in that territory. He'd have been fine. Yep. But I agree. So you get to the finger poke of doom. And this is Eddie Guerrero was U.S. champion. You're right. There's another guy that we mentioned that they just. I don't know. He wasn't gassed to the gills the way he was in 04, but Jesus. You had to push him in LWO to give him something to do. Oh, another interview. We haven't even talked about the Splinter guys yet, have we? What are your thoughts on the LWO? <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. remember the LWO. I just remember Guerrero, Psychosis, Hoopty Guerrero, and that Juice. was it. Well, Conan wasn't in there, was he? Wasn't he eventually LWO? I don't, I don't think. Let me look I here. could be wrong. I still got a list of all the NWOs up here. Psychosis? I bet Psychosis was in the LWO. La Parca. La Parca was definitely oh, in the LWO. The dance was great, The, the chairman. Hey, 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 hey. Is that what it was? I can't fucking even. Yeah, I like La Parca. <laughs> it was like this, and then he did the little. See, and I'm a fan thing. of when DDP dressed up as La Parca and beat Savage. That's right. right. Great, great segment. Here are your members of the LWO. You got Let's Eddie Guerrero, obviously your leader. Ray Jr., Hoobitude, Psychosis, La Parca, El Dandy. El, El Dandy. Dandy. <laughs> Silver King. Oh, Jesus. Viano 5 made it in. No mention of Viano 4 or even 1 through 3 for that matter. I love that Biggie always knows the Vianos. <laughs> I love the Vianos. Hector Garza. Yeah. yeah. Psychope. Psychope. Yeah. Whatever. I don't remember him. AKA Dean, <laughs> Dean Malenko. Psychope. Damien. Damien? Yeah. Jake Snake? No, not Jake Snake. Let's see. <laughs> Some, uh, here, let me see if you can see this picture here. I'll, uh, I'll... So, you, so you said Mysterio was in there? So they yeah, said. I remember him. What the fuck is that? You don't remember that guy? He wore a mask before that. Yeah. Should have put it back on. (laughs) (laughs) Quasi Juice Guerrero. (laughs) Hoovy Juice, man. Finger poke of doom. (sighs) (laughs) Why do you call? Why do they call? Okay, so uh, again, I'm out of touch. What can you explain to the the newbies? They act like they're going to lock up, and then Hogan stops, pokes him in the chest. Nash falls back. Hogan gets on him and pins him. That's it. <laughs> it's horrible, dude. It just completely ruined the product. Yeah, that's stupid. Oh. That's why they call it Doom. They lose ratings from that? No. No. 
Not really. Like, I, that's what I was just saying. It's, again, it's a Mark thing. It's a fucking good thing there was no internet back then. Can you imagine the backlash? There was, though, dude. Online was no, dude. At, at this Eric, point, there was. We were on WrestleZone.com chat rooms constantly through that. How do you not That was that? right then? That was, was right then. I don't know. They, their ratings didn't start plummeting until, like, what, late 99? Early 2000s? Yes. Mid-99 yeah. is when you see the big... They go February 8th without a Raw. Nitro by itself, 5-7. Tell me people weren't fucking still watching? I think what hurt them... Wait a minute, we gotta get through the finger poke of doom. They killed Goldberg in Atlanta, which was a huge... Just a huge mistake. But that whole... They bring the red and white together, so now they're one big band again. So now you've got even more guys. So instead of doing all the shit where you've got Looks one... Looks like a battle royal when they all come out to yeah. cut promos. I mean, is... is is that the jumping off point? I already gave mine. Who's who? Anybody else have theirs? When they came back together, it's kind of like NWO two thousand, or you know what I mean. Like it, it's it's getting it's getting a little old at this point. Like you you had one, now you got two. Oh, they were both cool. Now they're getting back together. It's like give me a fucking break here. Where's Steve Austin? Are you, you talking the I mean? jumping off point of the NWO or jumping off point where I stopped watching? WC? Jumping off point of the well, you really you can, can you can 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 say either i would say i didn't have a jumping off point that was i mean nwo related although i did think it was getting ridiculous with all Mm -hmm. these group members but my jumping off point of wcw when i stopped now didn't stop watching altogether but definitely tailed off was when you had nash in goldberg streak because even then i was smart enough to know that it didn't make sense there, it made no sense whatsoever in terms of storyline purposes. You weren't building anybody because Nash was already a top guy. He, he, you know, it just this was ninety eight at this point. Nash right? wasn't a top guy. No, Nash was a top guy yes, already. Yes, yes. So it was ninety eight. So I would have been thirteen at the time. Even as a thirteen year old, I was smart enough to know that it, it, you couldn't go anywhere with this that helped anybody involved. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. T.O., what's your jumping off point of the NWO? I don't even know. I mean, really, I feel like I the Warrior stuff that I wasn't paying as much attention then. I just, I, I always watched Raw. I mean, that was just, I'd watch the first hour of Nitro because that was on, and then when Raw would come over, that's when I would change over, no matter what was really going on. Hmm. And then I'd stay up and watch what I could when I'd re-air at 10. You can I mean, never I, make it to the good shit, though, at that, that point. That's my, I mean, like, I is just that, feel like. Is that your major issue? I mean, my issue with the NWO was that it never seemed like it was ever going to end. And I felt like there should have been an end to a feud or an end to something. Right, I just kept deriving out new versions of it. And that's so what just, it killed me, too. I lost all interest whenever you have, right after the finger poke of doom, you got Stevie Ray starting up NWO black and white, eventually Bret Hart starting the NWO 2000. Black and silver. Oh, sorry, black and silver. Well, it's the same Jeff thing. Jarrett. See, I didn't shit? even. Uh, NWO two thousand black and silver. Yeah. I'm reading about it. it. <laughs> didn't watch. It. I was gonna say you didn't. Bret Hart wasn't even the main. They didn't push him as the main guy in that. They pushed Jarrett as the main guy in that stable. When did Goldberg kick Hart's head off? Because a I, year later, I wasn't watching. Starcade ninety nine. Didn't see that. I mean, like there was a point in time. I think I just got. It probably just started being the same thing over and over for me. Well, look at their ratings. In March, they're drawing. They get a four eight. They draw five seven against a raw six four. Jesus, man, that must have been a big week. 
in April, 3-6, May 3rd, 3-5. There were a shit ton of injuries at this time, and it hurt bad. It hurt bad for WCW. I'm tying this into the NWO, but less people watched, and the NWO was definitely splintered into where nobody cared anymore, which is kind of an end. And then obviously Bischoff is out of power by September, and they're drawing twos by the end of 1999. 2-8, 2-9. It got ugly. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Their last four was August 30th. It's the last time they drew a four rating. In this the history of wrestling? They're booking domes at this point in time. They're mm. booking football stadiums mm. to do shows in. Like just the well, rec- they did it in St. Louis. The recklessness of the company too, just with and the they still shit. drew nineteen thousand. I know it's unreal. Obviously, some of those tickets were given away, but they still <laughs> had nineteen thousand in the fucking. Do- they probably had we more watched, than that given away. Remember the pay per view that we watched that they had in St. Louis, like about a year ago. We just put it on. Because That's the one I'm talking about. That was so fucking bad. They had a sixty man battle royal, and we didn't remember half the guys that were like who. Yeah, that may be a different one. The Irrelevant Rumble. That's a different one. It wasn't the one in St. Louis that had Mm -mm. that? Mm -mm. Look it up. Look it up. No, I'm not saying you're wrong. I just want to look up which one that was because, like, they, I mean, it was clear to show they had so many people under contract, but it was, there was a lot of, I mean, it was just ridiculous. It seems like our death of the NWO is the finger poke of doom, even though didn't really kill it. I mean, there, opinion, there was more to Should have. It was the beginning of the end for WCW, the finger poke doom. And what's really sad is that you, act, at least in my opinion, they actually had a good handful of decent matches until the, you know, until WCW ended. Um, I enjoyed the, so it was Uncensored 99, I think, the Hogan Flair barbed wire cage match. <laughs> I thought that was entertaining from a comedic perspective it was freaking hilarious the match i mean from a wrestling perspective it was just terrible but like wreck, huh? if you go back and watch it now by this you'll time get a, you'll get a they, good laugh they splintered hogan back to uh red and yellow for this hadn't they no, well i remember he wrestled in his black and white garb oh okay no he went back to it i yeah. can't remember the year on it but um i should have prefaced by saying there were some matches that were good for comedic purposes but then you also had others that from a wrestling perspective, like you had a Benoit Bret Hart match that was almost a half an hour long. I forgot which which pay per view it was, but I think it was like a WCW title tournament final match or something like that. You know what? Our next show should be the death of WCW. I'm with it. Okay. That and that's perfectly because you just said that. We should definitely talk about that stuff. Um we got it but we gotta finish up the NWO. So we'll just do this quickly. The when they brought the NWO into WWE, do you guys remember this or not? I do not. See, <clears throat> okay, so Hogan Hall and Nash came back. Uh, Jericho had just beaten Austin and The Rock in the same night. Um, this leads to Hogan wrestling The Rock. Uh, Scott Hall faced Austin. This is this all happened at WrestleMania eighteen. 18 yeah. <laughs> the uh, what? Austin Scott Hall. <laughs> yeah, fucking terrible idea. Hogan Rock. So they still prove they've got some steam left in Hogan. But the NWO thing just, it fizzles. Hall tears his quad. The Nash. plane ride from, what? Nash tears his quad. Did I say Hall? Yeah. You do. Nash tears his quad. Uh, plane ride from hell. All this stuff happens. The NWO, I think, ends up being the Giant, Booker T, and somebody else. Shawn Michaels was in it. Oh, man. 
Uh, X-Pac was in it. That's right, because Triple H and Michaels did the thing where they're bringing back DX. That's right. What, did it? Would it still have legs? Did you think it had legs in O2? Eric's looking at me I, like I have no idea what you're talking about. No, I, I don't. I don't. I have no idea. Anybody in O2, else? I was not watching. I think I was just out at that point as well. No. I was just out too. I, I thought they brought it back just to as, – as a means of getting Hogan, Hall, and Nash – Back in, back in the company, I didn't think they were going to run with it long. Anyway, even you know, if, even if Nash doesn't tear his quad or whatever, I think they maybe run with it for, you know, at most maybe to round out the year or something. And they do like a some kind of blow off on WrestleMania. What would that have been? Oh three. Mm-hmm. I don't think they go with it for more than a year. I disagree. I think they really? had long-term plans, and Hogan got cheered, and they probably didn't expect it. They probably thought he'd come back from WCW, and people would be like, fuck you, but they needed new shit because then they had just put him out of business the year before. They needed some new stuff. They thought the NWO, they could maybe do some more with it, and I think they just nixed it and said, let's have Hogan get back over for nostalgia reasons. So you think they nixed it whenever they figured out Hogan was going to get cheered? You don't think it yes. had anything to do with Nash's injury? No, Nash didn't get injured till after. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying, though. You, you, you're thinking that... I think they uh, nixed the whole Hogan, Hall, Nash, and build it from there. I think you're right, because nostalgia is a powerful thing. I mean, look at me. I mean, you... Oh, that, that's, just well, watch not, the but, Hogan Rock, man. You know what I mean? But, but that's just it. I get nostalgia is huge, but it can huge. only carry you for so long. So that's why I was saying they might do it for a year, but then it, whether they you know, try to continue to go with it, I guess, is oh, okay. subjective. But I think the nostalgia f- part of it, you maybe take it a year. A year is long term in the wrestling business. That's long term. Yeah. Not four years, which is what they did. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, that, they, they didn't have an end. Right. For it, Vince would have had an ending. Like here, let's put it up, put it to its fucking death, and get it over with. Right, is my thought. Anybody else? Good riddance. They should have done that. Overall thoughts on the NWO. I said it once. I'll say it a, a thousand times. In my opinion, it's the angle that kept me coming back the most every week. Excited. It revitalized the wrestling business. It was a great idea. Because at this about, point, you had ninety four, ninety five. You had cartoon characters in WWF, say. and then you've got. What do you have in WCW? I mean, the, you, you, you've already brought Hogan and Savage 80s WWF Raph, is what you have. Mortis, Glacier. Glacier. <laughs> Dungeon of Doom. I mean. But the, the, the other question to me is, if the NWO is not there to challenge WWF, do we ever have the Attitude Era? No. And that, that, that's the big thing for me. I think that, like you said, it kickstart. I mean, it just revitalized the business and pushed creative and storylines to where they never would have went. And that's a big problem with what's wrong today and has been wrong. You don't have DX either, and you'd have uh, Triple H would still be terrorizing. That's I right. that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with terrorizing. He'd probably be working at Walmart. Eric? He would be terrorizing. Um, I think the NWO is great for wrestling, 100%. Did they drag it out too long? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was it was overplayed by the end of it. But you cannot deny what it had did for the business. You know what I mean? And it's one of the, you can't do it. And you it's one of those anything. things. Anything in wrestling storyline wise is, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. So right. Oh really? I did not know that. That's how it goes, man. You didn't know that? I did know that. I was joking. Oh, you fooled me. 
my take is great concept, great execution. At first. Then poor execution, <laughs> then grisly death. Then, Which is a shame. While they were cashing the checks, they let somebody else write it. Like, all right, we're just we'll be over here cashing checks. You write this part. But isn't it so? God, now saying this as, a, as an old man, it's so cool that it came at a time for us that when we were in that development age, we were in high school. The '90s were such a different time, especially that Jerry Springer era. True. Life was so different. Do you think it works now? Do you think had they not done it then, then they try to do that? They could fucking Obviously, definitely do it now. WCW. You can think of ninety nine. No if it they're were, doing it with the Bullet Club in Japan. Oh, are they? Yeah. Say, yeah. I mean, it was it was a very smart idea. You know what I mean? It, it fucking worked well. Well, WWF even tried doing it, or WWE tried doing it with Nexus that one time. Yeah. Just. But. Well, look they, at how scripted it is. Exactly. If they're, I mean, they gave creative. I mean, like. They could never do it now because they don't let the guys go out there and do their own promos. They don't nothing. Everything is so manufactured. But you, I think one thing the NWO proved is you had to have a catalyst. You had to have a Hogan because if you didn't have Hogan, it didn't work the same. Hundred percent. I think yeah. if you had taken Triple H or somebody like that and put a bunch of young guys around them or upstarts or stuck on stuck an Orton with them and then put some young guys in them and help the young guys grow, help those guys get over. But look at how. I mean, Buff Bagwell is not Buff Bagwell. I mean, I know it's strange to say now, but you still remember Buff Bagwell. People do. Oh, yeah. You think of, uh, I mean, Cena's the only thing right now you can really compare to Hogan. Top hat. To where there's pretty much he's been a face through his popular career. If Cena turned heel and you strapped some guys to him, could you do a faction that is somewhat... NWO-ish that would get more people to come and watch. You'd have he'd have to destroy the John Cena angle to start out with, like the, the like he'd have to completely say, "Fuck this last 15, 20 years of my career" type of thing. To start he would it be out. cheered endlessly. I it'd be <laughs> just like what they. Let's proved keep it, it down because they, that's like three weeks from now. They proved it with Hogan. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. But uh, I think watch, I think I'd probably was, watch that honestly though. If Cena gets on there. And just completely just starts to destroy the product, a la Steve Austin back in the day. You know what I mean? Exist outside of the storylines, kind of like a Deadpool type character. You know what I mean? Put him on Sports Center. <laughs> Basically, be the way the NWO treated the w- or WCW treated the WWF, like you know, telling the storylines and stuff beforehand. Have somebody within their own company do that. Wouldn't that would that would go over huge? Like, yeah, you guys are going to watch this next match with fucking these two jokers. Like, just completely squash the product from inside out. You know, now that I think about it. You almost, you almost know so much about the business that it almost people would just be like, you know, right. "Oh, yeah." I, I guess that's kind of true. The last person to do that was Punk when he dropped this pipe bomb, and you know that was the last kind of got over breaking the fourth wall type of thing. Yeah, because he was shooting on everybody in the back, and that was probably the last time I would say. Yeah. Well, NWO thum- thumbs up or thumbs down? Um, oh, I mean, all in all, it's. A great thing that happened. Yeah. Just, I just, just forget up. after 2000. You're good. Ended thumbs poorly. up, I agree. Yeah. Thumbs up. Yep. Two okay. of them. Agreed. No game this week? Is that what's going on? Uh, no, there's You got game. it? You got it this week? Oh, there there is, Corey's got to get game. back in the winner side of the column here. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Okay, so right. let's update everyone. Last week, Eric won. Yes, that's right. I have to go back and watch this. Alex, Alex rigged the game so I'd lose, uh. and then we got... <laughs> is that what happened? Oh, yeah. Obvious. Oh yeah! Clearly, obviously, <laughs> obviously. clearly, <laughs> fucker. 
You soil the sanctity of our game. All right. So, this week we are doing title changes. Oh, see you, Eric. Uh-oh. Hey, I hope you what enjoyed your win last week because that shit's over. So we got, right. So we got. <laughs> that shit's over. <laughs> so we've got 80s, 90s, and 2000s. So Fuck. these will be divided up. Or these will not be divided up. WCW, WWF. You're just going to have to wait and see oh. which one you get. So Beautiful. Who goes first? So this is this is in random order, I promise. The winner. Of course it is. So Eric goes first. The winner. Corey goes second. Way! T.O. goes to sleep. Everett goes third. T.O. goes last. Oh, Yay. Mm-hmm. So, Eric, pick a category. 1990s is going to be, obviously. For how much? Fuck, 500. This guy's got oh, some swagger he's, right now. He's wanting to... Oh, okay. Jesus. What created a monster? Guy wins one right. week and he's going after the toughest. <laughs> here right. we go. All right, here we go. I got the question right here. On October 28, 1995, what team did Harlem Heat? <laughs> what team did Harlem Heat defeat for their fourth reign as WCW Tag Team Champions? How does he get a Harlem Heat question right off the bat? Is he? Not that he's going to know it, but if he does, I'm calling shenanigans. I have no idea. <laughs> Um, I pass. Pass. Yeah, there's no way I'm gonna be able to get that. I have no. I have no clue who the I have fourth. They're. Do you say they're fourth? Fourth. Yeah. I have, come on. <laughs> fourth reign. Just a guess. Uh, that I I I, I what what ninety five sets so before, but uh, man, I don't know Buff Bagwell and and that his fucking weirdo partner that he was with. I have no idea. Scotty Riggs or whatever. The American Males is that your final answer? I guess, but that. I mean, I don't know. Is that your final final? Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. No, come on. Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. I mentioned them earlier. Too. No. Nicely done. I don't believe na, na, that. Na, 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 Nicely na. done. Buff Bagwell. That's. I mean, that was like all I went on right there was Buff Bagwell and his stupid partner. That's Again, it's rigged for you to win, motherfucker. 1980s for 500. Uh oh, 1980s. I can't believe it. Eric, 500. I cannot believe that. 1980s, 500. Okay. So, well, <laughs> I've got the question phrase. We all know that Pat Patterson is the first Intercontinental Champion. Goddamn right, we do. Rio de Janeiro. There, <laughs> there are four wrestlers that held the Intercontinental title twice prior to 1990. Name three of them. The Ultimate Warrior. Prior to 1990. Prior to 1990. Held it twice. The Ultimate Warrior. Tito Santana. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Hold on. <laughs> Hold your horses. Prior to 1990, four people held it twice. And Greg Valentine? That's a good guess. Incorrect. Fuck me. I know the other one. Greg Everett. Didn't hold it Everett, times. it is your Before sorry, big easy. All right, let's see here. I'm, I'm going to agree with you on Tito. I'm going to say the Warrior. Okay. Hmm. Not going to get the third one. <laughs> I can pretty much guarantee that one. Kurt Hennig, maybe? Damn it. Let me think here. Let me think. 
Stop <laughs> rushing me. How much time do I got? Where's the where's the ten seconds? I'm gonna give you fifteen more seconds. Fifteen more seconds. Normally it'd be ten, but since this is a multiple answer. All right, let's go. Pedro Morales. Fuck you. Who is that? Fuck is that, off. Is that your final answer? Who is that? <laughs> You're lo- you cheating motherfucker. Is it, I'm, <laughs> I'm not Googling. Hold on. Is that your final answer? I'm going with it. I got to Google Hold on. I'm cleaning you my You cheating cash. son of a bitch. He is lying out his ass. <laughs> it's it's legit. You don't even know who Pedro Morales Bullshit. fucking is. Bullshit. <laughs> Try me. He doesn't, I'm looking at a picture. He doesn't even strike me. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Who are the other two? <laughs> <laughs> that guy looks like... Oh, that's terrible. Look at it. He was Why a soccer player. I just say it. He was a soccer player. Instead, I say Valentine, I'm and crying. I knew it was Pedro. Oh, I'm crying over here. This is Pedro. Great. He's the, cheating. The, the, Fuck off, the Big fourth, Easy. The fourth, All right, maybe maybe on. my Google foo, I remembered it from last week. The fourth one, for the record, was Don Morocco. Oh, there It was go. my other guy to say. All right. T.O. No, no, no. It's Everett's pick. He just, okay, he Big just, Easy. So... Both of those, are, so Eric at 500, Everett at 500. Everett's turn. Let's do, what do we have in 2000s? One through 500. That's all of them. Uh, give me five. Let's get it over with. <laughs> okay. All right, so factoring in both WCW and WWF slash WWE, how many different titles, Not how many title reigns total did Ric Flair have in the 2000s? In the 2000s? Like, in, not heavyweight, just any just title. A, any title. So, I think, any title. So, uh, WCW and WWF slash right, WWE. Let's do some logic here. So, he, he was 13 time champ before that, right? Like, oh, coming over tonight? I don't have a fucking clue. This, this is 2000s. Like, I quit watching in 2002. Let's take a guess and say five. Five final answer? Incorrect. Hmm. I don't know. So he had the tag team belts with Roddy Piper. Not in 2000. The 2000s. 2000s. I know, 2000s. Let's see. 14. 14. Batista. 10 seconds. Um, they had the European Just title. Just both of them. Iterate. Go one up. Six. Final go. answer. <laughs> Was just kidding. Should've I'm just trying to do. I'm doing the, well, I'm doing the process of elimination. So now, when you say final five, answer, five seconds. Go. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just thinking of answers, Corey. Oh, the guys, go. Yeah. What, what was it? Six. Final answer. Yes. Correct. I would have. <laughs> no, I was just because. So no, so he had he had the actually I got to pull it up because I had three tag teams. He had three tag teams. He had two with Batista, one with uh, Orton. No, one with Piper because that was in 2000s. I didn't. He had the Intercontinental Belt. They had he, he No, or something. Who was the one? He, he had a no. He had a weird one with Miz. someone though. Batista. Flair, not yeah. the, not not two thousand. Evolution style. He had two with Batista, one with Piper. Then he had the Intercontinental belt. He beat Carlito, mm-hmm. and then he had the WW or sorry the WCW title twice in the two thousands mm-hmm. before they closed. So six. Batista should come back and wrestle as Drax. He wants to come back. They won't invite him back. Really? He ripped WWE. To here we go. Where fucking bummer. I like it. All the five hundreds are gone. Okay. Um, this ought to be difficult. Uh, 80s changes for 100. 80s for 100. Look at the balls on this guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who did Hulk Hogan defeat to win his first ever WWF title? Sheik. Correct. Oh, uh, Sheik. What's Sheik? Iron Sheik. Right. The one made of iron. 
Go, Eric. Eric. Not, not the lead cheek. 2000s. Four. Forget it. Forget about it. 2000s for four. <laughs> this guy's a real fucking I'm expert not, now. This I'm not going back no, to not. 2000s I'm, for nothing. Guessed. Okay. So at WrestleMania 20, there was a triple threat match for the World Heavyweight Championship. After the end of that match, who was champion? I know. This Corey. Corey. Did we not do a fucking show on this? <laughs> did we not do a show on this? That we did. This was Chris Benoit. <laughs> we did a show on this. That's right. Very good. I am just getting. I feel confident knowing that again. one. Like I never. I don't know, but that one I knew. Like I knew that. Yeah, Pedro Morales. I have no give idea. Me, I have me, no okay, idea I who cheated. that is. Give me, All right, give me Pedro say, Morales for 400. I had to cheat on that one. I'm not going to lie. 1980s WWF. He just admitted he fucking cheated. <laughs> and you're still giving him points. Oh, who cheated? All right. Are you, are, you, are you an admitted cheater? Not to you. <laughs> <laughs> you're running a game. Of course I'm not. 1980s 400. <laughs> Eight, 80s for 400. Watch this. Ric Flair beat Harley Race at Starcade 1983. Who was Ric Flair's third nope, grade teacher? No, 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 no. And for okay. bonus points, who was the referee? Okay. <laughs> Gene okay. Kaniski. Shit. <laughs> Is that it? Is that the question? No. Fuck. Okay. Prior to WWE botching Class of the Champions pay-per-view, Class of the Champions ran as a frequent WCW event on TV. What was the first ever title change to occur on a Clash of the Champions. Are champion. you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that's <a> good shit. <laughs> Is this for real? What? 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 Yeah. I, didn't even, I didn't even hear the question. The first title change. No, no, change, I got the question. What, the how, the what first, money was this for? Tag Team Champions, Wyndham and Luger, Tully and Arn. That is correct. Damn. Whoa. How much, Damn. How much money was that See, on that? I, you, you're saying, I, you, are you kidding me? Because you thought it was hard at first. But then when you thought about it, well, I mean, was there, that's the only title change I remember on that card. Okay, well, see? Hmm. Still got it. Eat it, fuckers. <laughs> Indeed. Biggie, go. This is horse shit. All right. <laughs> uh, I'll take 90s. What's available? Uh, One through 400. Give me 200. 200. This is fucking embarrassing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. At the one night only pay-per-view in 1997. Here we go. Who won the WWF European title from the British Bulldog? One night only. British Bulldog. He dropped it to Shawn Michaels. Is that your final answer? Yeah. This was right in my heyday, though. That is correct. I don't remember that. Yeah. We How had, much was that? We had that pay-per-view Two, box. 200. Yeah, anyway. like a little swipe thing. No, no, no. Before that, this is whenever we had that one that had Channel 16 for free. Where you guys remember where Channel 16 used to be? Everybody could listen that. to it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo, 80s for three. Eighties for three. Yeah, you only got two hundred left there. Okay, so <laughs> this is strategic. So this is a multi-part question. Oh great! <laughs> so <laughs> hope it's WWF. NWA. Okay, so the WWF had a tournament for their heavyweight title. WrestleMania four. Okay, hold on, oh. hold on. That's the answer. I need to know. The pay-per-view that it was at, which you just answered, who won the tournament, and then you get a 100-point bonus if you can name the people that he defeated in that tournament. We know it wasn't a girl. I, no, I bet he so, gets Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So he got 
He got the pay per view. Mm-hmm. So, who won the tournament? It was uh, Savage won. Yeah. Okay, so you so you got your three hundred beat uh, Million Dollar Man, but I can't okay. remember. So hundred hundred points there. So I, that's the only hundred points there. He just named the one guy he beat. He's got to name I, everybody, right? No, he's he gets a hundred point bonus for every person he names that gotcha. he beat. So he's got Hunterford, DiBiase. Okay. Can you name anybody else? No, no one can steal this part either. So um, why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> uh, no, I'm trying shit. to think who was in that tournament. You're not going to get either one of them. So wait, hold on. I had the fucking thing. Um, I swear I did. It was the only one I owned. WrestleMania Four is the tournament. We had three. Uh, yeah. Oh shit! I'm going to give you ten, um, ten more seconds to name as many as you can. Butch Reed was one, but that I and uh, Don Morocco. Was Don Morocco in it or not? Incorrect. So you got Butch Reed, but Don Morocco is not one of them. The one other, man gang. Yep. Is there one more? Yep. Somebody from mid south. Can't name him. Greg Valentine. That's right, because Valentine upset Steamboat. All right, let's do a recap of the scores real quick. Oh, fuck. Are we done? No, no, no. Just recap. Just easy. He got 500 out of that. All right, so we've got Eric at at 900. Corey's at 400. Everett's at 700. T.O.'s at 11. Bam. Bam. We get a wham. Bam. So, Eric, Eric, you're up. 2,200. 2,000s for 200. Yes. In the year 2002, Ooh. the WWF title changed more than in any other year. How many title changes occurred in 2002? The main strap. The main strap. 2002, how many times? Number. Don't it's a number. I was going to go with a letter. letter. How about C? No. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, one in doubt. If it's a multiple choice and there's a number after C, Fuck. maybe. I don't know. I didn't really watch then. Um, just number seven num- again. Number. Had to be. What, what, what was it? What was well, it? Because I remember I won the game last week with lucky number just seven. Just repeat the answer. Seven. Final answer. Yeah. I'm gonna go with eight. You Is that be, right or not? That's right. You got. Yeah. Did you I thought did, it was? Did you know that? Yes. I was no. going on. No, how that would have been my guess. Views. I take like, that back. I didn't know that. that I was going on like. How many pay-per-views they were having is what I'm thinking. You're three for three, man. This is fucking horse shit. Uh, 1990s for 400. I swear to God if I get beat again. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> well, come at last. 90s for 400. All right. An ECW. <laughs> no, no. Okay. At the November to no. Remember pay-per-view. What was the name of Al Snow's doll? Who, who was the promoter for that event? What was Al Snow's In Poughkeepsie. Oh, who sold the most head? tickets? <laughs> Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> Am I right? Okay, here we go. All right. As members of the NWO, there were six members that held the United States title in WCW. No, unbelievable. In WCW. I need you to name four. Four people in the history of the NWO. While they were members of the NWO held the United States title, there were six of them. I need four. <laughs> the fook. <laughs> what, is this 500? Four. I'm out of here. Um, Conan. Yeah. 
<laughs> Scott Steiner, Kurt Scott Hennig. Norton. Forgot about him. And uh, I'm trying to think of people who were in the NWO. <laughs> Scotty Norton. Because I've just fucking not come up with anybody. Uh, who else was in that fucker? <laughs> Yikes, I'm killing time. Um, yep, I'll give you 10 more seconds. Fuck. Scott Hall. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Incorrect. Big shock. What were? Who were they? Well, no, we're... Oh, he's stealing. Chance to steal. So, hold on. Let Eric get on Google. I mean, (laughs) I am down here, bud. (laughs) That's pretty funny. There's four of them, right? You said four of them. Conan. Hold on. Close my laptop just to be. Conan. (laughs) Yeah, you already read it. (laughs) No. (laughs) Scotty Norton. We go with Guerrero. You can stop me now. (laughs) Okay, stop me now then. Keep going. No. Jeez, you lost me. Uh. We could throw out Masachona. <laughs> Incorrect. Who do we got? T.O. T.O.'s up. What was it? No. The question. Oh, my God. There are six people. Six. Six members six. of the NWO that held the United States title as members of the NWO. I need four of them. Fifteen seconds. Oh, Sorry. shit. The Giant. One. Ten seconds. Conan. I forgot the giant was in the NW. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's two that I had. Uh, Five seconds. Luger. And call. Incorrect. Eric. Uh, if you steal this. <laughs> look, he already said giant was one. I watched his finger grow up. So we're going to go with giant and Conan. No one's disputed out of everyone else that said Conan. So I'm going with Conan. Okay. It's okay. good logic. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Rainy Savage. Okay. And I'm going to go Disco Inferno. There's two more. Incorrect. Oh, damn. All four of those were not right. <laughs> oh, well, fuck. You guys suck. We are all now dumber for having this. I just named Conan because I was like, what, Conan? I remember he okay. held it. He was like the mid guard. But, know, yeah, he wasn't in W.O. yet. Kurt Henning, Bret Hart, oh. Lex Luger, oh. Scott Hall, Scott Steiner, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, I had three oh. out of four. No Scotty Norton. Did you really? Surprise. Mm-hmm. Nope, no Scotty Norton. Big Easy. What do we got left? We got one in 300 in the 90s, one in 300 in the 2000s. And what's the score? 200 in the How 80s. How far behind am Recap. Do I have anything? We've got Eric at 1,100. Corey's at 400. I'm in last. Big Easy's at 700. What? T.O. is also at 1,100. Uh, what's the biggest one we got? I'll take it. Uh, 300 and 90s or 2000s. Let's do 90s. Fuck 2000s. Jesus. <laughs> I agree. 90s for 300. 90s for three. Come on. Oh, it's going to be a good one. Maybe he's going to give you the one of the ones he was going to give me. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, it's like the AWA didn't even exist. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. As far as I'm concerned. On an episode of WCW Saturday Night. <gasps> You're fucked. I love WCW, <laughs> especially in the 90s. But you know. Who defeated Lex Luger for the WCW television title? One more time. Reread the question. There's something missing. <laughs> yeah, the answer. Hey, close your computer over there. <laughs> Lex Luger had the TV title, huh? Yeah. On an episode of Saturday Night, Lex Luger lost 
the WCW television title, who did he lose it to? Do you have the year? That is not part of the question. Shit. <laughs> nice try, though. Saturday night. That's a weird time to drop it. Ten seconds. Holy speed shit. speed this thing up. William Regal? T.O.'s out. Say it again. Will Regal? William Regal? Final answer. Yeah, go with that. That's correct. <laughs> Not William Regal. No. Do I still get that? It's the same. Yeah, it's the same Lord guy. Steven Regal? Yeah, that's what I meant. So the WWE is getting $45 million for Fox per show that they hold in Saudi Arabia from the government. Well, that explains From the that. Saudi Arabian government? Or from the American government? That's more than they generate for the entire WrestleMania week. I'm sure. What do you want, T.O.? T.O., you're up. Uh, I'll take uh, 2,000s for 300 to block, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Circle gets a square. 2,000s for 300. Pull it up here. T.O. going big. I'm just or going home. Hey. I don't lose points for this. So I've, I've only got 400. <laughs> have fun getting 200. I'll still have 500 more than you if you I miss this and you don't steal You remember Regal's manly man gimmick? Sorry to interrupt He's here. He's a man's man. man. Oh, that was man. so bad. Was Question. So bad. Okay. WrestleMania 2000. There was a triple threat match that decided both the European title and the Intercontinental title. Who came away from that match with the Intercontinental title? I think I know this. <laughs> Wow. Easy one. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess I'm just guessing, but... Um, Text you, Corey. No, you don't have <laughs> Ten seconds. Was he a, can I ask a question? Was he a member of the no. Nation of Domination? <laughs> Nation of Domination. 2000? Oh, good point. Sorry. I, that were... um, okay, really, ten seconds. Okay. Uh... Jericho. Final answer. Yeah. Incorrect. Oh. Big or Eric. Pass. I have no idea. I have literally no idea. I'll say uh, uh, Kurt Angle. Incorrect. Okay. Easy. Well, judging by my question earlier, I was thinking along D'Lo Brown lines, but let's just go Shawn Michaels. Incorrect. I don't know. Who was it? Chris Benoit. Fuck. Had a feeling. Go ahead. All right. Nope. Guys. We're ready for Final Jeopardy. Boom. What's the so scores? Recap of scores. We've got. I said like a thousand somehow. Eric and To are tied at eleven hundred. Everett one thousand. Corey's got four hundred. <laughs> Sorry. Is there two rounds or just the one? We are going to do three. Ooh. Three rounds. I like it. Did we change the way this works last week, and I don't know how Final Jeopardy works anymore? Sure. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have, just in the same format, we're going to have an 80s question, a 90s question, and a 2000s question. Well, you guys will do really well on the 80s stuff. So the first one will be... Let me get my Excel up here. 80s. Title changes. And is, is our bet for all of our money, like we have to get all three of them or we lose it all? No, no. they're one at a time, so you're going to do three different wagers. How gotcha. much does Corey have? 400. 400. He's out. Nobody bet anything, and he's out. <laughs> that actually is true. Is it? 
Because if I get 400, bet 800, then I'd have 1600. Then I bet 1600, I get the 3200. What do you need? No. Sorry. You double up if you get your first one right. You can like I can do that the whole way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay then. Well then. Uh, some every time. Big E doesn't like numbers. I hate numbers. I like Chrome where I was told there'd be no math. Mm-hmm. Folks, don't forget to go to YoRadio.com and download the <clears throat> Yo Radio app. Download it. Go check out the lineup station. We'll be uh, we'll be there live eventually. <laughs> Maybe by the time the show's over. <laughs> Tony, it's an hour and forty minutes deep now. It's all right. Yeah, it's good. Time. We're not on time limits yet. I would have stopped. I would have stopped that shit way long ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You know what else? I would have stopped this fucking trivia horse shit. I keep getting fucked on. Let's go. All right. WrestleMania three. You guys ready? I had that on tape. How many title changes total on the entire card occurred? WrestleMania three. WrestleMania three. How many? Oh. How many title changes? Uh-huh. Easy. Why is anybody typing right now? Oh, that's me. It better be you. A little intense, man. <laughs> Just a little. Give you guys twenty more seconds. Twenty. Twenty. God damn! You got to think of the whole card. It's a twelve match card. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. You guys done? This was changed hands, right? Yes. Title changes. Not matches, title changes. You guys good or are you still thinking? I'm good. Ten more seconds. Is there bonus points? (laughs) Yes, now there are. Okay, we're ready. All right. Eric. Let's go in order. I've got $100. (laughs) (laughs) fiscally responsible one title change incorrect what oh that was i'm wrong i'm I'm out i'm changing mine too did you guys pick one also yep change it well i can't too you You don't know what what i wrote here hold the phone hold the phone i was looking at the wrong question that is correct Fuck yeah, me! Say they didn't, they <laughs> sorry, didn't. sorry. No, no, I sorry. wasn't changing my answer. Sorry. I should have nope. had more than 100, no. though. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you're you're just... right. You're right. One, 400. Hang tight. All right, so. I had three, and I changed it to eight. <laughs> That's all I can do. <laughs> plus 100 for Eric. Plus 400 for Corey. I bet 600 and said one. 600 for you. You can lie back there. It was there. the tag title, wasn't it? So I'm down at 600 now. Okay. So you bet 500, you said? No, I, I bet three. Huh? Intercontinental. You said you, you said you bet three hundred. Yeah. You're, 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 you're at eight hundred. Yep. That was the match. What's Corey at eight? Yeah, Steamboat Savage. The other title. There's two I titles know. on that one. It was Hogan and uh, Hogan and the Big Boy for the yeah, main, but Hogan retained. So. Okay. Well. <laughs> there were only two title matches on the yeah, whole card. Yeah. Give me ten seconds. I'm gonna have to change my '90s question because I kind of gave away the answer. <laughs> I will give you eight seconds. No more. No. This is going to be every WrestleMania, how many title changes were on there or something. Fuck. No. Pick a number between 1 and 84. <laughs> Six. No, you stupid bastard. <laughs> YoRadio.com. <laughs> Good answer. Hey. The answer to this week's trivia can be found at YoRadio.com slash three horsemen. That it can, Edward. You'll have to download the app to get the answer. Edward. Or Miro. 
Yeah, you know me. I drive a. I live out in Kansas. I drive a uh, RV around the family, Christmas things. Yeah, I like it. You drive an RV around the family, Christmas things. Yeah. <laughs> What's our next show going to be? I think I it thought you said Death of WCW. Yeah, I dig that. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, you agree. I'm going to rewatch that? that last one because it's been showing up in my uh, YouTube suggestions for like three weeks. The very last dish, or Nitro that shows up. Yeah. Get the Might network, well. dude. You can go through and just see some wretched stuff. <laughs> I mean, bad, bad, bad. And then you'll see some shit that we're like, oh, man, they had these guys? They had him? One of these days. You might have to just give me your uh, digits. Oh, my so phone I can number? steal it. No, no, not your phone number. <laughs> your your uh, users and passwords. Do we have a question yet? I'm working on it. Okay. Um, do you have a 2000s question yet? I do have a 2000s question. Let's do the 2000s mm. question. Okay. And then that'll buy you some time. 2000s. But, but what if I needed the 90s question to bolster my 2000 money? All right, I'll change. I'll shut my mouth. Changing my bet. How much money does he have, by the way? I should have 1600 Cheating fuck. How much has he got? Eric has 1200 That's an asterisk. Eric has 1200 You have 800 Everett's got 1600 Tio's got eight. Okay. There's a small asterisk there. I'm not going to lie. It's fucking gigantic. 500 points, Jaggy. Is that what that was? Huh. No. Huh. Hmm. Do you guys have your 2000s wagers down? Yes, sir. Got them. Oh, yeah. Good. Who is the only member of the WWF slash WWE version of the NWO to win the hardcore title? While a member of the NWO, huh? As a member of the NWO? C. As a member of the NWO. What is it now? <laughs> In the 2000s version of the NWO in WWF, WWE, who was the only member of the NWO to win the hardcore title? Oh, who was the only member to win? I got my answer. I got mine. Ten more seconds. I got mine, but I ain't happy with it. <laughs> Buff Bagwell. <laughs> I, don't, I don't agree with I'll that. I'll be pissed because that's not wrestled. What wrote. Oh no! I just realized who it really is, and this is a question specifically for Eric. Oh well, fuck! I got it wrong then because I didn't write anybody out of line. Well then, I'm all right. Uh, then I'm going to change my is answer. Is it Booker here. T? Five seconds. Five seconds. Four. I had. Three, two, one, zero. Eric, what is your answer? I bet two hundred, and I said Bob Holly. Incorrect. Is Bob Holly ever NWO? <laughs> Doesn't matter. I said book a book a book or T. What'd you wager? Four hundred. Incorrect. Ah. It's my first answer. Everett. Big E. I'm going with Big Show. What'd you wager? Uh three hundred. Only three hundred. That is correct. Look at what I crossed out. <laughs> I'll be darned. Did you have it too? Yep. T O. You didn't at the end. You crossed whatever. it out. Yep. I had a hundred and didn't put anybody down. <laughs> I'm just not losing the So quarter. you're only half wrong. <clears throat> the the important half. Okay. I think we're probably being kicked out here shortly. So we ain't getting kicked out of shit. We're bigger right. than they are. There's right. more of us. Two or nineties? Nineties title changes. I could have been at twelve hundred, kid. I could have been a contender. Is it over? I'm betting zero. Where did this shit come from where you didn't have to bet anything? Can you oh, do that on fine. Jeopardy? Yeah, hundred. Yeah, totally. I just didn't have an answer. I didn't know that. Fine. Uh, let's see. I got how much now? Nineteen hundred. I'll recap will scores real quick. We got Eric at a thousand, Corey at four hundred, Everett at nineteen hundred, To nine or sorry seven hundred. What about twelve hundred? Here we go. Everybody ready? Everybody's ready. 
<laughs> Stupid fucking Jeopardy. You don't have to compete. How much I have? Nineteen hundred. Compete. I'm going to get fifteen hundred. So Corey has a chance if he bets zero. Who is the only team in WCW that won the United States Tag Team Titles twice in the 1990s? It's not the Smothers Brothers. Smothers Brothers. No one named Armstrong. (laughs) I know who I want to say. U.S. Tag Titles. U.S. Tag Titles. WCW. WCW. While you guys are coming up with your answer, I'll give you 20 more seconds. I'm going to talk about this. This is actually the Florida version of the United States Tag Team Belt. That's kinda, a very nice-looking belt. Kind of hard to... Can you repeat that question one more time? Sorry. I'm spinning my gears here. All right. It's, uh, it's who, the early 90s. Who, who is the only team that won the WCW United States Tag Team Titles Yeah, there wasn't twice. Tag Team Titles late in the 90s, though, was there? Mm-hmm. There was? Mm-hmm. Uh, Late in the nineties? I only early, remember early, early nineties. I'll get that. There's your hint. In, See, I don't in the nineties. In the nineties, there was only one team that won the United Way. States Tag Team Titles 90. more than once. I'm in, fairly confident here. In the nineteen nineties, in the beginning of ninety three, yeah. in the ninety two, beginning of ninety three, and maybe ten more, ten more seconds. Maybe. I lied, by the way, on how much I bet. Just saying, I said I bet sixteen hundred. It can only be, it can only be a handful of teams. I've only, I've already lost like three weeks in a row. I don't need this. I know what I know. All right. Is everybody good? Yep. Oh, yeah. Eric. Eric, what? $199. That way, if Corey doubled up and got 800 I would still be at 801 even if I lost. So I bet $199, uh, and I said Harlem Heat. <laughs> <laughs> nice, but okay, no. Well, good, good job, then. <laughs> I said the Steiners. What'd you wager? Uh, 400 Incorrect. Huh? Uh, I, I had the free. Everett, well, hold on. Oh. Everett's next. Did you say what I – I think you said what I was going to say. Uh, Freebirds. What would you wager? Did you cross? I, I did twelve hundred. I said sixteen hundred is as bad. As, I like. I, I kept. That's the second time. Hold on, hold on. What was your wager? Twelve hundred. And you said what? Freebirds of the fabulous variety. I'm that a is correct. With no excuse. <laughs> and what did you wager? Mm-hmm. Seven. Seven hundred. Harlem he was cooler, man. So who won? We have a winner. Everett wins. Big to- easy. <laughs> Where's my strap? <laughs> strap. Give him the belt. It's right here. I'm gonna wear it. I'll come get it later. Just hold it for me. You can be my valet. So has everybody won trivia now? I haven't. T.O. hasn't? <laughs> Seriously? No. <laughs> we should get a real belt for this now that now that I'm the winner. There should be a real belt. <laughs> no. That's not true. So anyway. next week we're going to do death, WCW. The death of WCW. We can just play and the, the movie or read the book. Of WCW. We can all take turns reading the chapter. Oh, no. We're going to talk about it. I'll read a chapter. This is like book club. That's what this is like. Can I be Oprah? You want. Sweet, I got the figure. Okay, then we'll be back next so week. We'll be back next week. Congratulations, the to Big brothers, e. have beat me now. Yes, congratulations to Big <laughs> E for showing up and uh, doing the game with us. That's Thank good. you, guys. Stuff. Appreciate it. Okay, we'll be back next week. To's already out of here. Alex, the trivia master. Thanks, Al. Who's doing game next week? Not me. Am I doing it again? Yep. I don't mind. It's fine. Fair enough. So yep. Win. <laughs> the winner, Big Easy, the bronze medalist. 
with an asterisk. I, I, man, I'm telling you, I bet 199 so I could. Even I feel if fucking you doubled up on your 400 at I missed, 800. I was. I had get Paul White for the heart. I'm double kind of, think because I'm thinking he's trying to fuck me now. What kind of historicals you got I'm on this? Fucking paranoid, like, man. If I hadn't cheated on that 500, would I still won probably? No. I didn't have a daily. Let me look. No, I wouldn't have won. <laughs> Regardless um, whether you I don't cheated know. or not. I don't know. You I, don't have that kind of history? I, I I don't know. I still won by what? How much? I don't remember. Let's drop that. Take a thousand off the top, but I probably still won. So if I went from nineteen hundred, yeah, yeah, I, I won. Now let's chalk that up to nobody gives a shit. Anyway, ow, I care. <laughs> okay, Tio's already gone Fuck. for <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Big Easy, the champ. Eric, last week's champ. And for me, we're out of here. Next week, death of WCW. We'll talk to you September twenty fifth. Well, who knows? Ish. We'll, see, we'll talk to you next week. See y'all later. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.